being vegan actually made this possible. Um, I want people to understand that because my recovery is insane. Um, and, and I've been an athlete my whole life, not a runner specifically, but I didn't recover this quick as I did doing other athletics, such like playing football. So I didn't feel this much recovery until I became vegan. Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. We've made it to episode 25, which we're really excited about, a quarter of a century. Um, so yeah, all going well and I hope you're all enjoying it as much as we are recording it. Now we've gone for something slightly different on this episode, uh, still plant orientated, um, but a bit of a different direction and something I'm quite interested in from various different angles. Um, today I'm speaking to Hella, who's a runner from the US and he's plant-based, uh, so his diet is plant-based and he's a, a vegan runner. Um, we talk about all things vegan, um, we talk a bit about plants and nutrition and running and anyone who knows anything about me knows that I, I run quite a lot, um, so it's one of my other passions as well as plants. Um, so I really enjoyed um, going over all things to do with nutrition with him and plant-based and for me I find it quite interesting from an environmental point of view. Um, so I hope you enjoy this podcast and let us know what you think. So without further ado, let's start the podcast. Hi, you're listening to Plants and Me, the podcast that is all about plants, gardening, and the people who are passionate about them, with your host, Alan Lodge. Welcome to the podcast, Hella. Hey guys, how are you guys doing? I'm very happy to be here and I'll be chatting with uh, you guys today. Yeah, thank you very much. It's really nice of you to join us. Now, where are we talking you f- to you from? I am in the United States. I'm in the state of New Jersey, which is not very far from um, actually New York City. So I'm very close to the border of New York. I'm in northern New Jersey. Excellent. And and you've been there for a long time? Yeah, I've been in New Jersey since um end of 2014, so almost five years. Excellent. So tell us a little bit about you. Um, I was born and raised in West Africa, Mali. Um, I did half of my childhood there. Um, came to the United States and uh, went to school here, did um, high school here and also universities. And uh, now I'm currently, I'm still here um, since then. Excellent. Um, and as we were talking before hit record, uh, we're taking the podcast in a very slightly different direction because uh, often we speak to people who have made horticulture and growing a massive part of their life. But you've made plants a big part of your life in a different way. Yes, definitely. And it's one of the things that I'm so happy that I did. The only thing that I regret about it is I didn't do it soon enough. Hmm. Um, uh, it was an amazing transition and I'm so glad that I've changed my life to what it is right now. So would you describe yourself as a, a vegan? Yes, 100% vegan. Um, I, I only consume plant-based and um, I stay away from anything that comes from animal, uh, whether that becomes stuff that you wear, you use. Um, yes. Excellent. And what made you do that? Um, un- unfortunately, in the very beginning, it was selfish reason. Um, it really was. And uh, it's just that I went to school, I a uh, sociology major and a public health minor. What they taught me in school isn't what I ended up learning after leaving um, uh, my university. And um, one day um, I had uh, my girl told me uh, she watched Earthlings um, uh, a year before and she went vegetarian immediately. And she's been wanting me to watch a documentary called Forks Over Knives. And one day I eventually sat down and started watching it with her. Um, literally not even 20 minutes in, I was dumbfounded. And I'm just like, I was shocked. And I'm looking at her. She's like, why are you giving me this look? 
I said, I'm really scared right now because from what I'm seeing right now, I will never eat animal for the rest of my life. But I'm nervous because I don't know what to eat. And her answer was, don't worry, we'll figure it out. So she was vegetarian then. And then immediately, I, I went cold turkey. Immediately, we both went vegan um, without any question. And uh, and later, I, it didn't even take long after going vegan for selfish reason because of my health. I didn't have any health issue, but seeing that what animal could do to you if you put it on your body um, made it easy for me. But immediately after making that decision, I started doing a little more research. It didn't even take that long. And I'm looking at it, even not even 24 hours later, we're at the store. I'm sitting on my phone in the car waiting for her. And I'm looking at the other stuff, like the animals getting deprived, like the, the, the calf getting deprived of the milk from the mother because we're consuming it. And I started even feeling more bad, um, started feeling more sympathetic toward the animals too. Um, and I realized immediately it was bigger than just me, um, which is why I started. But um, I'm glad that I f it's not just about health reason, but I'm also, um, I wish that I, I didn't start selfishly first, but I'm, at the end of the day, the fact that it brought me onto this course, so I guess it ended up working out well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the stereotypical view of people that don't know much uh, about veganism and and how the diet can work uh, would be someone who maybe is has a lack of energy, maybe struggles to find all the right nutrients and things like that. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Um, for me. Uh, in terms of uh, of that of the the lack of energy or are stereotypical mm. from other people. Well, the the lack of energy, as in, uh, I believe you run every single day. Is that right? Yes. Oh, yes. Running every single day since um, May thirteenth, actually two thousand seventeen. But on the record, having the proof in my watch was two thousand uh, May fifteenth. So two days later, I haven't missed a day. So today, after I complete my run, it will be my eight hundred and thirtieth consecutive days, and um, being vegan actually made this possible. Um, I want people to understand that because. My recovery is insane, um, and and I've been an athlete my whole life, not a runner specifically, but I didn't recover this quick as I did doing other athletics, such as playing football, um, the, the the real football, not American football. Um, so I didn't feel this much recovery until I became vegan. So because of the plant-based lifestyle, I recover quicker. I'm not always at my 100% best because I don't even get 24 hours sometime between runs, but the fact that the plant-based lifestyle made it easier and uh, the nutrition part is not a problem. In fact, um, I made a video about what I eat and how I train on my YouTube channel. And someone mentioned I don't see anything about protein because that's one of the things that comes up about vegans. And I had someone else answer for me before I even had a chance to. Every meal that I posted, that person actually wanted to do research and literally put the amount of protein from each one of those meals that I had. And they were really spot on. And it was way more protein than I even thought the meal had. I just eat intuitively and I know I'm getting enough nutrient. Because my body says it itself. I don't need to kind of have the numbers show all the time. So, um, yeah, that, the nutrition part has been tremendous. It's quite interesting. Um, and and very interesting that I'm talking to you today because um, around about 24 hours ago, I finished my first 50K. Um, and I'm sitting here with relatively achy legs. Um, I, I don't know what sort of distances you do, but if you're running every day, you're, you must be recovering quite quickly. Yeah, um, definitely. And uh, and then uh, on top of that, too, I do other routine. Um, I do yoga. I foam roll. Um, I try, my friend has a recovery boot for me that I use here and there. Um, but I I think with all that and top of eating and top of the, the 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 eating lifestyle that I have made it that much easier. Um, it could have went completely south without that. I strongly believe that.
Yeah, definitely. Okay. So taking it back to the plants, um, uh, before we hit record again, uh, you mentioned you grow a few few little bits here and there. Yeah, like we would have a, um, the, the gardening season here in the U.S., like some tomatoes, um, basil, some little small things, scallion, little things that we can top the meal off with. Um, nothing crazy um, that's big. And also, um, I love the, the fall season too here because we go to orchard, like apple picking, like getting everything off the tree itself uh, immediately. But we don't have something big that you can make a whole meal out of, just the toppings. Hmm. And and definitely um, from a from a, a going turning completely vegan point of view, if people are not necessarily doing it for health and they're not necessarily doing it um, because of um, the animal aspect of things, what's your view on it with, re- with regards to environmental concerns? So big, and uh, one of the things that that's happening right now is that the Amazon rainforest um, that's. Um, that's burning down for for weeks and just just the environment that we live alone um the way that we eat impacts it and uh, we're looking at it oh we'll be fine we'll be fine but not really because we are destroying the ecosystem and and this is our home we don't have anywhere else to go and if it's not for us it's for our kids or grandkids and um it's it's very big because if you're not doing it for health you're not doing it for the animals and then you want to do it for the place you live because if we don't have this place to live there's nowhere else to live so um, I feel like there's so many ways that could encourage you to go plant-based, to go vegan. Um, and then nowadays, especially the amount of um, resources we have. And I always say to everybody, anything you can eat, I can eat, eat vegan. So there's no really excuse for me. Mm, yeah, definitely. And I, I speak to people all over the US in various different states and all over um, the UK as well. And I think every single one of them have mentioned on this podcast that they have definitely seen a change in climate since they've been gardening. And some of them have only been gardening for about five years. Yeah, that's amazing. Hmm. And it's, um, I think, because gardeners, um, I know ourselves running a nursery, um, you're very, very attached to the weather. Um because it uh, it allows us something we might be able to take, go to a flower show and, and show something in flower um, if the weather's arguably nicer, but not necessarily in season. It's quite interesting how things are blooming a lot earlier in the UK, definitely. Yes, exactly. Hmm. Okay. So back to the protein thing, because you mentioned protein, and it seems to be something that comes up a, a huge amount uh, when it comes to to the vegan diet um and probably more so with an athlete having said that i don't think um i don't think hospitals are full of people with protein deficiencies yeah exactly um what i try to explain to people protein is initially made by plants so they have to understand all the animals that they eat that they get their protein out of that is all simply recycled protein um in the animal flesh and they get those proteins by eating plants so i'm telling people Protein makes um, protein is made by plants, and then I just go straight to the, the the main source of protein. So there's no fear for me of having lack of protein. And um, anything I eat has protein in it. Some contents higher than the others. Um, just my breakfast alone, having oatmeal, I eat oatmeal every morning pretty much. By the time I'm done with that, I have pretty much almost have the protein I need in a day. But I don't even think about it. I just eat intuitively. Um, so. When, when you start telling people, I actually had a conversation recently with someone while I was in Australia about that, and they looked at me, they're like, whoa, that makes sense. Some people just don't know. They're like, that does make sense because look at the cows, look at the, 
the other animals that are herbivores, how do they get protein? They don't eat any, they don't eat meat, they eat plants. And I said, exactly. So, yeah, and definitely, I mean, when you look at things like antelopes and stuff like that, they don't seem to have a problem running around, do they? Exactly. <laughs> um, so, if someone wanted, let's say I said to you, I, I'm going to turn vegan today because um, I'm not vegan. I, I don't eat a huge amount of meat, but I'm definitely not vegan. Um, where would you think people should start? Um, immediately, I would say, think about all the meals you eat. All you have to do is just remove animal. It's that simple. Um, I'll ask him, what's your favorite food? A lot of people, especially in the United States, we, we like, we love our fried food and fast food. And then I said, you like pizza? That's so easy. Usually pizza dough is made without dairy or, or animal in it. So we have vegan cheese. And then I actually, I show them that I eat vegan pizza sometimes um, to make it easy for them. I make them feel less scared about it um, because the fear is I don't, there's nothing else for me to eat. And then when I start telling them everything you eat, start removing the meat, they're like, wow, that actually could be good. Um, so for them to start, I just say, go to your basic meals, um, and then just see that those meals that you eat satisfy you. And I said, do you have salad with your lunch? Do you have fruits and stuff? And I said, that's a huge start. Um, eat a lot of those and then, um, go to the, the smaller go to, to meals that makes things less complicated because everybody thinks immediately you have to have this big, big meal that comes with meat and all of that. And I said, just remove the meat and that big meal can still be delicious. And um, I try to have them do it in a way where there's no pressure because everybody's mindset is different from me. I went immediately cold turkey. Within watching that few minutes of that documentary, I made a decision in my head. I'm never going to eat animal again, but it might not be that easy for other people. So what I also do to make it easy for them um, on, um, on uh, Forks Over Knives, and they have a, uh, on that, I saw they have a website where they show people uh, what you could do, what, what you could do to help or to eat. So there's like a, a, a recipe with rice bowls. And I'll say, hey, do you like rice bowls? Okay, give me your email. I'll send you a bunch of recipes for different rice bowls. And I'll send that to them and, and to make it easier for them. Because I feel like if I give my assistant, they'll stay encouraged about it and um, they'll keep going. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And do you think a better way to, I mean, um, I don't know whether it started in America, but the Meat Free Monday movement and things like that. Oh, that's so great. That's a good way to, to start, do you think? Yes, that's a great way to start because it's a stepping stone. And um, I think that's very good. And uh, there's a documentary coming out next month. I'm very excited about um, the, the Game Changer. The Game Changer, that's the name of it. Um, and uh, I actually uh, know someone who went vegan recently. So I sent him the link of the trail just to encourage him. Because in America, sports is a big thing. Um, people look up to athletes like insane um, and even one of the things that encouraged me throughout watching the documentary Forks Over Knives, seeing the athletes that were vegan, the, the, the UFC fighters, the, the boxers, all these people, I said, well, they're doing this at an elite level and I don't need to be elite. And if they can handle it at that, putting that much pressure on their body, I could do it just being my normal average person. So I sent them that documentary um, and just to see the trailer, seeing like Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, seeing like some of these big athletes in it, the, the, the heaviest lifter in the world. Or plant based, and uh, the funny part is, it's like I think I believe he's like in his seventies. He go, um, I have grandkids. The question is, can my grandkids? Um, can I keep up with my grandkids? The question is, can they keep up with me? So seeing that all these athletes um, that are doing amazing things, when they see that too, it makes them feel like, whoa, um, I can do this. Look at this. This is not as what people are telling me that I need to eat meat to be strong, to be to be uh, an athlete, to be faster, to be this and that. So. 
any of those little things are helping a lot in the U.S. All those stuff films that are coming out, um, people are seeing and then um, seeing what's actually behind the dairy and meat industry too. Like the documentary "What the Health" was pretty big hit that was on Netflix here. So all of that is is, is a huge stepping stone. I think a lot have changed in the U.S. and um, uh, the last couple of years for sure. Yeah, and it's definitely changing here. I don't get the feeling it's necessarily changing as quick. I listen to quite a lot of podcasts, some of which are uh, US-based, and there seems to be uh, you seem to be ahead of us in, in the movement, definitely. Um, but certainly, um, I was walking around the supermarket today, and certainly because uh, I knew I was interviewing you, I was just having a look around, and there's definitely a, a bigger selection of vegan products uh, there's obviously always been vegan products because there's been your fruit and veg and stuff like that. Um, but now I think it's a little bit easier to spot them. Exactly. Um, it's um, it's literally any local shop. They actually have it like um, they have is I'm, I'm one of those crazy ones. It'll say vegan. They have like um, written out on the little label for where the, the shelves, the shelves are labeled vegan or not. But I still find myself reading the ingredients just to make sure <laughs> and in case someone accidentally puts something there and make me believe that it is. And I just assume. So um, but they make it easy. It's literally apparent. You can't really miss it. Um, you can't. And you've mentioned uh, food, food a lot. But you you said you're you're 100 percent vegan. So yeah. uh, that includes clothing. Yes. And uh, when it started too, um, I was looking into some of the stuff that I have um, and the, the I didn't I I was never a leather person didn't have leather jackets and things like that but I had dress shoes, um and some of them had percentage of um some uh, leather in it so I don't even wear them anymore um some of my stuff I just donated it um in terms of the shoes that I'm getting now and I look at it and I make sure that um it has no animal and I actually found out about an exciting store it's called Spring I can't remember it it's um it's um it's like a sister store or brother store of Aldo's, 100% vegan. You look at these shoes, they look like they're leather, 100%. They advertise it all over the store, their bags, their belts. So um, when I'm buying anything new now, um, I mean, before I became vegan, I had stuff that were that had animal. And I'm not 100% sure if I still have some of them, but I don't wear anything like that. I, I have so many things that I'm trying to get rid of little by little. Um, but I don't intentionally say, hey, oh, let me get this because I like it and it has an animal in it. If it has it, even if I like it, I have to try to find a, a different version of it. Um, so I'm I'm getting much, much better with that over time, too. Yeah. And it sounds like um, for, for lots of us, um, we wouldn't necessarily have the mindset to run every day, for example. Um, I don't know what sort of distances you're running every day, but... Um, uh, a lot of us would find that quite hard um, and maybe even after two or three days, we'd, we'd skip the odd day. Um, do you think you need that mindset to be 100% vegan as well or do you think it just comes naturally? Um, you need that mindset in a way where it's not exactly the way it, I'm doing it. You need that mindset knowing your whys because the reason I run every single day, I have a, reason, I have a why. My why is that I'm trying to hold myself accountable. I'm not trying to make excuses. Another why for me is like my capabilities. Um, there's people who can't walk, let alone run, and I have all my capabilities. So it hurts me to think that there's handicaps, amputated people that are sitting there and they will do anything. So I'm, I'm running for those and for myself. So I have a reason. Even the days that I'm not motivated, that discipline comes in and I remember my why. So going vegan also is why are you vegan? Um, my One of my why's was health 
and then um another why is um the 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 environment we live in the animals so when you have that in your head nothing will li- really really get you off track because you know your why so because of that i think that mentality of having uh having uh having a reason to go is very important instead of just easing your way into it because i've seen with a lot of people who have tried the lifestyle when they say diet immediately when they say i'm doing vegan diet i get nervous because i'm like diets usually don't last um people do diets on and off so i said um well if you do it as a lifestyle i think it's better because you can find a way where you're satisfied with the meals you're eating you're enjoying everything you don't feel like you're um you're, you're missing out on anything so um, it can just, it can be, I love when people are trying it because they can see the good side of it. But also if you don't have that mindset, it's almost like, okay, you're doing it for a little bit. You're not going to take it serious. So it's, t- it, it's kind of tough to, to explain in a way. Hmm. Hmm. No, I think I know what you mean. It's interesting as you're talking there to, um, lots of our listeners, um, grow their own veg. Um, they've got, um, maybe even just like a, a, a um, pot on the uh, the windowsill or something like that they're growing a bit of rocket or salad or something like that yeah um i think that can be a very good way of getting into making your your meals a bit more plant-based if not entirely plant-based because there's something very very nice about putting your own produce in your own cooking yeah exactly uh, so I think that that is definitely for people that are listening if you've um if you've got a pot um you're obviously going to be growing something that is plant-based in it. Um, just adding that to add flavor. Um, and actually I've eaten many, many vegan meals, not necessarily intentionally. Um, and there is no doubt you can't knock them for not being flavorful. Yeah, exactly. And what people got to understand is all the, 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 the meat that people eat, how do they think they get the flavor? They use plant, the, the spices that's plant. So the, the the marinating that's all plants. So for you to get the flavor you're actually getting out of the meat, a lot of it has to do with the spices that you're using. If you don't put those on, I don't think it'll be very flavorful. So the plant is literally everything. It really is, and the fact that it can keep us healthier, it can help us our environment and save the lives of the innocent animals. Um, I feel like it's it's a really win win situation. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. And where do you see it? it going in the future oh i think um it has a bright future it really does um in the beginning i was kind of like uh, i was kind of i went vegan before like i went vegan about almost two years in i started seeing it was like almost a trend everybody's talking about oh vegan vegan it was almost like a trend especially some celebrities were doing it um like in their um, when they're getting ready for movies they're getting ready for season because they knew they were going to get the best out of themselves that used to make me mad and i would say if you know it's the best for you, you're getting ready to be in the best shape. That's when you go plant-based. And once you're in shape, you don't care anymore. And I said, don't you really get it how good this is for you? Now, can you think about other aspects of it? Um, but that has changed. I thought it was just going to be a trend. But now to a point that it's, it's everywhere, anywhere you go and people are taking it serious. Um, if you're a vegan, in the very beginning when I went vegan, um, I thought people would look look at you funny. And then like you have to almost say I have allergies for them to like take your, your you serious. Um, that hasn't been as much of the case for me, but I think it has a really bright future. How it's going, like even though um, a lot of this, some people who disagree, some people who agree, like Burger King, for example, just came out with the Impossible Burger. Um, mm-hmm. So even if it's not vegans going there directly because they do still serve animal, but the fact that people aren't, aren't vegan might be curious to try that. 
maybe that could be the leading point for them to go vegan because they say, you know what, look, this actually tastes like meat and I'm not really missing anything. I'm getting the flavor that I need. So that might make them be curious and say, you know what, maybe I can go vegan. So seeing all of that is a positivity. And I know in the UK and England, um, there's other um, fast food restaurants that we have in the US that actually have more vegan options that we don't here in the United States. I heard Subway does. Um, mm-hmm. I heard that um, um, even McDonald's has something over there that we don't have here. So yes. seeing all of that, it might not be the exact way we wanted to see it, especially for some people. But at the end of the day, it's going to leave people curious to what it would be like because they're getting the good food that they didn't think was good. That's still plant-based. For some people, do you think the word vegan has maybe a negative feel about it, Um, whereas plant-based is what it sounds like? Um, I think so because – and people get very very, uh, triggered when you say I'm vegan. I think automatically they assume that you think you're better than them. <laughs> I, I think so because you they're like, oh, you're vegan. Okay. Like they give you that look and you're just like, no. And um, but when you say, well, I'm plant-based, um, they don't see it as that as much, even though it's the same meaning. Well, veganism go beyond because you can't say I'm vegan. You eat only plant-based and then you go buy leather stuff. You go buy stuff that affect the animals. But you, you're completely right. I agree with that. And um, and one thing that I really noticed, um, I feel like vegans or um get more well from my environment. People, we don't go to meat eaters and say, oh, oh, so you, where do you get your protein? You get your protein from meat, or where do this? But as soon as people know you're vegan, um, immediately, especially when you're around, it could be friends, it could be someone else who figure out through friends you're around them. Every topic becomes about you, you, you. Oh, so. Are you wearing this or is this vegan? Oh, well, this, they, they make it a subject. They start make, almost like mocking you. I've experienced that many times. Like, well, you don't need this or well, you need this. So it becomes like a, almost like they get so offended or that you think that you're better than them. And they try to have reason to make you feel bad about yourself, to make you feel like, oh, you're missing out on this. Oh, you're not getting your nutrients. So, but when you say plant-based, it twists it up a tiny bit where people are not as, as cruel but I, I think that's definitely the case. I want to hear your opinion on that. What do you think? Well, I have to say I have I think I've been one of those people, um, which is interesting because um, I would like to think I, I don't have any particular opinions with regards to the people who are vegan. But uh, around about two weeks ago, we had a, a guy I've known um, who comes and services um, some machinery for us. Um, and... I found out two weeks ago that he was a vegan, and I have to say it took me back. And I, I, a part of me thought, no, he can't be because he. Back to what I said at the beginning, he doesn't. <laughs> this sounds terrible. He doesn't look like a vegan. Um, yeah, and I don't mean that. I genuinely don't mean that in any any negative way whatsoever. Yeah. The interesting thing as well is I I. Uh, follow quite a few vegan athletes. Um, uh, people, have you heard of Rich Roll? Ah, uh, no. Uh, and he's he's an ultra runner, and um, uh, I've forgotten their people's names now. But several, and um, Scott Jurek, um, who's a, a famous ultra runner. Um, yeah, I've heard of his name. Uh, and he he's been vegan for a very very long time and can run um, run a hundred miles at world record pace. Um, so. I would like to think I wouldn't put those sort of feelings towards that, but I think for a very brief second I did, mm-hmm. um, and I feel quite bad about that. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, that's okay. The the part about the human uh, life in BDA is um, we're always improving and progressing. Um, so we're not staying the same. So even the fact that we come to a realization that we did something that we we see that we shouldn't have, that's a great sign of us uh, or, or maturity or progression. So we all... We all do stuff. We all have done stuff that we look back at and we feel bad about it. And so yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think actually, uh, if I think back to my own life and the way I eat, um, uh, around about uh, three or four years ago, I found that I much preferred eating vegetarian curries. Yeah, and I'll be honest, it's got nothing to do with with animals. It's got I just actually prefer it. Yeah, I know for a fact that the flavour. Uh, argument just doesn't really exist um and or certainly for me at least and i do genuinely feel a lot better afterwards i don't feel as heavy yes one other thing i noticed right away um when i went vegan i went into a, a football season and um i would eat a meal very close to training um and i feel still light i don't feel heavy i'm like how is this possible because when i used to eat i would need like an hour to two to feel better and um, you would see me like snacking, eating these big bowl of like oatmeal and fruit before I go to practice. Everybody's looking at me. How are you doing this? It's like I feel light still, and then I, I got I got energy. So that's a great, very good point you you brought up. After eating, you feel light. You don't feel heavy or disgustingly like un uncomfortable. That I noticed for sure. Yeah, definitely. And uh, back to the run I did yesterday. I ate uh, about fifteen minutes before I started running. Um, and that's the that's the furthest I've ever run in one go, um, and I didn't feel uh, I didn't feel anything in my gut at all. It was um, I felt absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah, it is interesting, um, and there's definitely uh, from personal experience. If you forget about the scientific things behind it, just from personal experience, I I would say there's definitely something behind that. Exactly, exactly. I completely agree. Hmm. So tell us a little bit about your YouTube channel. Um, so the YouTube channel, um, so YouTube channel happened actually, um, I, 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 I like, I like, um, lifestyle things. Um, so we started the channel. It was, uh, with my girl, we want the, we wanted to do a couple vegan channel and, uh, we, we just created the channel. We didn't really do much with it. So when I started my running journey, 163 days in, she said we should do a video and just to share with people. So with me, I was just doing this. I wanted to run every day for a year. So 163 days in, um, she convinced me to do a video. So we put on YouTube just to share with people. And um, like three months in, that's the video that caught on. So people were curious, how are you maintaining this? What's your diets like? And I was like, this is a perfect platform to show people um, what I do and, and what I eat. And um, so I just decided to start sharing my running and my the, the meals I eat, um, the, the vegan lifestyle. And I don't really do it in a way where I'm like pressuring people. Um, or judging people, I just say, you want to know, this is what I do. And having it like pressure free so they get to see it. And I've gotten um, many questions on doing more videos. Even recently, someone said, can you do a, a updated meal video? Um, so, so the YouTube channel basically is my lifestyle, which has to do with athletics, um, eating. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Hmm. And you're a full-time athlete? Um, I am a full-time um, athlete, but... Um, the, my main source of income doesn't come from YouTube. Um, I'm not doing it for that. And YouTube really doesn't give me anything but to connect me with the world. Um, and which is the amazing part. I made so many friends over YouTube and so many people who actually 
or starting the plant-based lifestyle because they see what I'm able to do with it. Um, I also train um, kids. Uh, that's my job. I do uh, football training, um, like youngest player is three years old. Oldest one is in college, uh, university at her uh, his third level, uh, third year school. So that's what I do um, as a full-time myself. And uh, yeah, just sharing with people on YouTube that it's possible. With the right mindset, you can do anything you want in life. Um, I feel like uh, we make a lot of excuses for ourselves. Some of the excuses are... Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I'm not good enough. And I said, someone had to do something at one point. So we're all capable. It depends where you start. I'm not saying that um, you have to try to to overkill yourself. But if you go little by little, the consistency will go a long way. And I try to share that with everybody on, on YouTube. And, um, and you can make a change in this world. You don't have to feel like I'm just one small person. Because it takes one of many people at a time to do it so you just do your part and uh, the rest will follow exactly it's um i always like to picture it like little dominoes one little domino a bigger domino and so on and so forth um and it does make a a big big difference i was i was wondering about uh, you were saying about your coaching children has there been any comments you've ever had about uh, being a vegan from the parents actually yes i've actually had a family completely change their life i gave them my vegan cookbook um they are eating vegan and the mom whenever i run into the mom she's like thank you for changing our life and then the kid that i coached uh she's 12 years old uh her uh she is she even to a point she's always asking me so what meal can i cook and she's always proud to tell me that i'm vegan too she's always proud to tell me that oh hell i was able to run two miles today i didn't even get tired and her mindset was because she saw me as an example she's trying to do what i'm doing because she said if you're if you're like this, I want to be like you. So that makes me really uh, that makes me feel good in a way where it's leaving an impact on on a family. And uh, I've had another um, family who were Hindu, so they don't eat meat um, uh, specifically, but they they eat dairy. So they talked to me, and said, you know what, we want to take the dairy out of our diet because we don't need it. And I've I've led them to documentary researches that are scientific scientifically proven that we don't need to eat animals and. And they see me go up and down. I'm running every day. Um, I'm still training. I'm on my feet every day. And um, they're impressed with that. So, yeah, it definitely has um, the, in a positive way. None of them, I've had, I've had so many clients, so many players. None of them has actually said anything negative about it. They're, they're impressed of what I'm able to do with it. Hmm. And I suppose, actually, it's hard for them to say any, anything negative when they see you running up and down all day long. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why even uh, when someone is doing something like this, I'm more happy for them than myself because I don't want people to think I'm one of the bunch. Like everybody's like, oh, you're one in, once in a blue moon. No, we are all capable. So when someone does something on a plant-based lifestyle, they keep going hard, whether it's every day or very consistent, I'm even more happy for them because I want them to know I'm not the only living proof. There's so many people out there. It's just that they wanted to do it. And you too can do it if you want to do it. Um, with the right mindset, anything really is possible. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think actually podcasts, YouTube, Facebook and things like that really uh, have allowed people to look into this type of thing a lot easier because um, people probably do fear um, some of their friends maybe laughing at them and, and things like that. That is for sure. Um, I had a, a kid, young kid um, message me on Instagram talking about that said that whenever I'm eating veggies at lunch, I get made fun of. And he said, the funny thing is, whenever we are doing something athletic, I'm in the best shape. And I, and I, and I think that is because I'm doing my sport, but also 
the way I eat, I get more energy than these kids that get tired too quicker than I do. And I said, well, use that as motivation just to see that you are not getting as tired quick. Don't take it personally. And sometimes it's so much of them not knowing any better. So that's what they know. So you just say, you know what? In fact, you could almost feel bad for them and say, you know what? It's okay. I won't take it personal because they, they just don't know, um, which is um, a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So if people want to get in contact, find out a bit, a bit more, a little bit more about you, where's the best way that they can do that? Um, they can go. I'm always one of the thing I do to people. I don't care how big I grow or not. I, I said I'll always get back to you. Um, so the best way to reach me, you can DM me, direct message me on Instagram. So my Instagram is um, uh, hella good. So it's my name, H-E-L-L-A-H and then G-O-O-D and then the number nine. Um, so they can send me a direct message there. Um, if they want to leave a comment on my YouTube channel, it's the same name, hella good, but without the number nine for YouTube. Um, and also I have an email, uh, that, um, that they can get in contact with me, which is all, um, train hello good at gmail.com, which is just train added to my, uh, H E L L A H G O D at gmail.com. And, um, I'm always glad to talk to people because I feel like it's, it's like, we're so much more alike than different. So it's always good to connect with people around the world and just to see our similarities. Now so much our differences to see, we all want the same purpose. Um, in life and some people just need a little bit leadway just to to realize that and um one thing i actually wanted to share with you too um i uh, i'm planning to 2020 i'm hoping march um i want to run across the united states so i want to fly to uh, los angeles california and i run from los angeles to new york city so it's about three thousand miles and uh, i'm trying to my goal is to do it under 50 55 days mm -hmm. uh, gotta average about 50 to 55 miles a day to get that done and one of the things I'm very excited to do is, is doing it as a vegan athlete. Um, hmm. So I'm very excited about that. And, uh, and I want to do it also for a greater cause than me because I said running right now is bigger than me. Because if it becomes more just about me, I would have just quit the streak now because I, I prove it to myself I can run every day for a year. I prove it to myself I can run every day for two years. So it became bigger than me. So I want to run for people um, who are... Uh, have no legs and uh, do a fundraiser to help them out and also showing that I'm doing this as a vegan, um, plant-based. Um, so I'm very excited for that to start uh, 2020. I would like it to be March, like early spring into the summer. It'll be a perfect timing, especially with uh, the winter here in the United States. It's uh, a little bit crazy. Hmm. Um, but um, yeah, definitely um, just want to share that because I'm excited about yeah. it. And I want people to see that I'm going to do it all in plant power and with plant power. Um, I don't need anything but the power of plants and and running across for a good cause and running showing that um even going plant-based i can do such crazy thing but it's not only just for my own health but also i'm doing it trying my best to 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 save the environment um to save the lives of the innocent animals and um just people seeing that hopefully it encourages them to to look at the lifestyle for themselves too um if anything yeah definitely and how's the training going for that um, I'm, I'm ready. And, uh, I, if, if you give me everything I need, I will go tomorrow. I was even <laughs> saying that I, I'm like, I want to do that more than anything right now. I I'm so, whenever I think about it, I catch myself smiling cause I'm like imagining in my head how it'd be. And then I know it's not going to be easy, but in it, if I look at it, I'm like, huh, maybe running every day for over two years. That was my way of training for that. Um, it's different cause you're putting heavy miles. I'm averaging the first year, I was averaging 7.6 miles a day, covering uh, 2,800 miles. The second year, um, I covered a total of 4,000 4, um, 
4,525 miles. So averaging um, 6.1 miles uh, the whole two years. And then just that second year alone itself is only 4.7 miles. But it's going to be, I'm talking 50 plus miles in a day. It's going to be something tough. And uh, I'm not going to worry about sprinting it. It's about pacing myself. Um, as long as I cover that mile, if it takes me 15 hours to cover that, or if it takes me uh, 20 uh, hours to cover that, as long as I do that within the day period, so I can go 10 minute pace instead of going my low seven or sub seven pace. Um, so I, I feel very prepared. And I think the mental side of preparation is more important than physical to a certain point, yeah. because I know how capable I am physically, but it's the mental part that I'm going to need more and I'm ready. Uh, I very much believe in myself that I can do this. Even if you tell me, hell, let's go, let's go to California tomorrow. You're going to start this. I'm on board. I'll pack my bag. <laughs> um, but I'm just um, looking for um, the, the best way that I can do it and uh, have uh, someone with me, um, if we have an RV or whatever, to follow along. Wherever we stop, we can camp out or we can go find a place to stay and we come back and resume from that exact location. Um, so, yeah. Excellent. And um, you must be going over a few mountain ranges. Would that be right? Yeah, especially when you get to Colorado areas. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's going to be. There's going to be the high el uh, altitude, the high elevations, and with the, the low amount of oxygen. So I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. It sounds like a fantastic challenge. And I'd, I'd, um, it's something actually uh, I'd love to say um, I'd, I'd do, but I think your, your mindset's in a better place than mine is. <laughs> Brilliant. And uh, 50 miles a day is, is, is quite a lot. Yeah, 5 or 50 yeah. or plus. So yeah. that's what you're going to try to do. Brilliant. Excellent. Well, thank you for mentioning that. And that's something that people will be able to follow along. Yeah. So um, that I want to do it in a way where like I want to put it on Strava. Um, most of my run, actually, I'm going to be shooting a video today um, later just to show everybody the run I've been doing because I have record of everything. That's on Apple um, Activity Watch. So you, everything you see, my location, my distance, my pace. Um, but I want to put this on Strava. The reason I was fearful of try, starting Strava in the very beginning stage because it showed my location. Hmm. Um, I, I think now you can turn off your location for just for privacy reason, but I want to put this run across the country on Strava. So let's say I get to the state of from, um, California, I get to the state of Nevada. If you're in the area, you're going to see my location. If you want to jump in and run along a couple of miles, you can jump in and take part of it. Uh, if you want to run two miles with me, five miles with me, you can jump in and jump out whenever you want. So if I get to a different state, you could do the same thing. So people can see where I'm at at a certain time of the day or see what I'm pacing to see what time I'll get to their area. If they want to come meet meet up when I'm on my break or if they want to run. So yeah, I want to share on that platform since it's a bigger running platform that people pay attention to. Yeah, brilliant. Excellent. Well, I definitely recommend that people check out your um, your YouTube channel and obviously follow you along. And if they've got any questions about what we spoke about, um, obviously they can get in contact. Yeah, definitely. I'm always um, here to, uh, glad to answer any question anyone has to, to ask. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for joining us. It's been really, really interesting talking to you. Yeah, thank you for your time. And uh, and uh, you guys are doing very well, um, kind of sharing everybody's story and showing that uh, that we can all do things that, that could be great, great or good for, for the world. So thank yeah. you, guys. Thank you very much. All right, take care. Thank you for joining us on the Plants and Me podcast. We'll be back soon. If you can't get enough of all things plant-related, pop over to plants-uk.co.uk. And if you enjoy our podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.